day so far uh it's different day. day it's a different day we're gonna keep it all the way real you know what i mean it's nah, a different day well listen man i wanted to have you on the podcast because we ran into each other where was it zara yeah, yeah zara we Beverly Center. Um, and yeah we just we had a good conversation it was short yeah. but it was brief but it was a good conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. so i want to have you on man discuss like first off Reading up on an interview on you, I'm like, wait, he wrote three books? So we, we got to dive into that. <laughs> uh, I, I know you did motivational speaking. Yeah. You know, I, I know that you're big into fitness. I know. But just, um, I want to know the story. How we got here. What, yeah. you know, what, um, what even, what got you to audition for The Bachelorette or how that even yeah, happened, came, came and, you know, and then how that propelled everything else that you wanted to do and moving you forward and like what probably was already a vision in your head. You know? Yeah. Um, you know, I think... You know, originally from Baltimore, Maryland. Mm-hmm. You know, born and raised. Great Shouts city. out to the wire. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> hey, I grew up there. Yeah. What Shouts a city. Out. You know, yeah. um, people you always ask, like, you watch the wire? I was like, for what? I come from it. Like literally West right. Baltimore. Like yeah. not with Orchard Muse and Murphy Home Projects, but like White Lock, North Avenue area, like just up the street. Like mm-hmm. yeah. I'm from that neck of the woods. But anyway, Baltimore, Maryland. Um, basketball was my thing. Like, gotcha. I wanted to, I wanted to go pro and ball. And we were just saying this because you're so fucking tall. Yeah, like, bro. Like, you, you might not see it on camera. <laughs> yeah. This dude's tall. Yeah, <laughs> we were just talking about like I was. I had a conversation with my agent about like, well, I'm not booking like photo shoot. I mean, print jobs like for running or. Yeah. It's like, oh well, sample sizes are ten and height is usually like five ten, five eleven. I'm like, ah, ah. makes sense. Got it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. But um, yeah, man. So, born and raised, basketball was my favorite sport and. I wanted to go pro and ball. That was my life. I gave everything to basketball. It was like my girlfriend. It was it was my everything. It actually kept me busy. It got me friends. Um, kept me out of trouble. I wasn't a trouble kid. I always yeah. did well in school. But I was always a leader amongst all my friends. Um, you know, life happens. You go to school. Then I went to junior college. I played basketball okay. for two years. Howard Community uh, in Columbia, Maryland. Um, that was good. And then I transferred to a four-year and went to Hampton. Hampton okay. University in VA. Had a lot of fun there. Uh, <laughs> I was a walk-on for like a month, and then it was too many politics. I'm like, man, I got 80 credits. I don't got no scholarship. I'm good. Yeah, I got out. <laughs> so I started getting involved with like, you know, student leadership program, became a student leader. I had my own men's group called Hampton Men, Brothers Within, Hampton Men. And I played intramural basketball. And my team won probably like, Two or the four times that we competed in championships, right? <laughs> That's right. If I'm if I'm if I'm correct. Uh and I also was a host of a radio show. So I really got busy like gotcha. after basketball and after like, you know, not playing and kind of killing that identity of being a ball player and yeah. like I want to go pro. I really got involved in like entertaining people. And right. when I went in for the show host, uh a co-host as a radio show, I wanted to be a producer or someone that just helped out. They were like, we think you'd be a great co-host. I'm like, me? Like, I play ball. <laughs> and go to right. school. Like, I, I don't know what I'm doing. And so, you know, I did my like my last semester there, 21 credits, graduated. Boom. Um, shouts out to Barack Obama. He smoked at my graduation. Oh, shit. That's it was, it was awesome. amazing, 2010. And I booked a one-way flight, you know, a month after graduation, June 12th, to be exact, two days ago. 13 years in L.A. Wow. And I had $1,000 in my name, and I left Baltimore, bro, and I never looked back. 
And so this journey here was a journey. And then like, I think my seventh year out here, I got some, some momentum from the show, The mm-hmm. Bachelorette. Uh, a good friend of mine is from Baltimore, Aisha Pinky Cole. She's CEO and founder of Slutty Vegan. Okay. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, she's really from the city. Like, you know what I mean? She went to uh, City College High School with me in Baltimore. Then she transferred to another one. But when I first moved out here in 2010, uh-huh. I ran into her and like, uh, I used to call it the Key Club on Sunset where One, one Oak is now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. For R&B night. So I saw, oh, you remember the old yeah, school LA. Yeah, 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 okay, okay. So I met her there and I was like, yo, what's up? What you doing here? She's like, I just moved. Like, take my number. Let's get up. Like she was so proactive and like you should do central casting, right, background right. acting. And so I started doing background acting. She found me my first spot. You know, I was paying like five hundred dollars a month off a, from a guy for Craigslist named Mustafa. <laughs> like bro, like she was like my angel, bro. Like like my sister though, like my yeah, real sister. Like yeah. she's really all her success makes sense. And so she was the front end of me going on TV. My first ever gig in LA, to be honest. I was a stand-in NBA player, Deron Williams at the time, for the Zach and Cody show. <laughs> I, I was making 175 Dis- a day. That was my first gig, though. That Disney money. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> That's crazy. But I was I wanted to sign up for Central Casting and do background, and they booked me as a stand-in. And then you fast forward seven years later, she was the vessel. She had someone in Baltimore casting for guys in Baltimore. I happen to live in L.A. Do you want to be the show The Bachelorette? And I'm like... Yeah, why not? Let's see. Mm-hmm. Went on an interview. They pushed me forward. They liked me, and the rest is history. And that was, what, 2017? It was about six years ago? That's crazy. And, bro, like, everything I wanted to do, mostly I've done. You know, as far as mm-hmm. dreams, like writing yeah. books, having a podcast, traveling the world, being on TV, um, you know, ego stuff. From, where the mic just went off. But why don't I? Okay. Uh, Hello, can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Um. You know, the ego thing as a man, like, you know, you know, seeing all the girls and being on TV, like yeah. just having that type of like access and success and kind of like experiencing that. Mm-hmm. I've done it. Yeah. I feel uh, it. And it was great. It was phenomenal. I think the most um, important thing for me was that I learned about life outside of myself, like in America, like how it is a divide in some parts. I see what you're saying. Um, how people see you who don't know you and then people who know you think they know you and then have criticism, suggestions, judgment, um, and not only having success, but sustaining it and the struggles and the challenges that come with it. And um, yeah, man. And like, I think when we met at the Beverly Center a few weeks ago, I was telling you, I'm like, man, I'm going through it. You're like, what? I'm like, man, I'm having an ego death. Yeah. Like really like detaching from my old self. Like, yeah. yeah, I wrote the books. Yeah, I got the podcast. Yes, I've been on TV. Um, I've done a lot of amazing things, but that's not who I am anymore. I'm coming yeah. into a new self. They usually call it the dark night of the soul. It's like you just letting go of your old self and bringing your more most authentic self to the surface. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in those nine years, I just put on a mask to kind of like save face and grace for myself and others because of fear. Yeah. Um, not being let down, not being, being disappointed. Float, float in different rooms yeah, and not being you know, too vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. adjust. Um, because that's what you that's what you program. I mean, yeah. I think. The first transition when I worked at Abercrombie and Fitch when I came out here, I think it's 2012. You had to be clean shaven. Oh, I remember. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Abercrombie was like yeah. clean shaven, no long hair. You yeah. know what I mean? If you ugly, you work in the back. Yeah. <laughs> like, Real, no, but it's true. Know, like it's so crazy. subconsciously, I feel like that's when I, I adapted that mm-hmm. paradigm of LA, Hollywood. Yeah. I have to look the part to play the part to be the part, which mm-hmm. is great because if you're winning and you're successful, you don't think about it. Oh, you just play it. You play it. You do it. And then as you get older, you realize, like, 
damn, I've really been hot myself because I don't want people to see the true me. Yeah. The Baltimore E. Right? Yeah, no, I You see it. the LA E, the Hollywood E. Oh, he's always smiling, he's always positive. It's miracle season. Yeah, but everything ain't always positive. Every day is a miracle, but sometimes miracles are tough. Facts. To come to, to come over. And um, you know, like today, like my dad got rushed to the hospital this morning. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry to hear that. So it's like, that's real. But as soon as you say my day, how my dad was like, it's different. Yeah. But that's not that's not nothing I can just kind of walk over. But the old E, yeah, yeah, positive E. Oh man, I'm good, bro. Yeah. I think that's what that's what's funny though. People take positivity and feel like it can only take one form. Yeah. Which I've never been a fan of that because I I think if you know if you're just lying or you're not being genuine yeah. about your positivity, yeah. then it's not it's not doing what it's supposed to do. Right, you know what right. I mean? Like um it, it's just like uh the tough conversations that you know yeah. we never want to in certain situations we never want to have tough yeah. conversations. Yeah, you know, we yeah. gloss over them. We but we have to in order to move forward, yes. you know? Um, and it's so important. Yeah. I, I think this year alone has revealed to me a lot because I think the phase I was in, I just kept going, right? Yeah. Like in life. Because like I always tell my manager, I'm like, bro, like I've done Dancing with Stars. I've done Family. I've done all this. But who cares? The thing is, it's always what's next. The relevance Them is checks been all spent. they care about. Yep. Who you talking, bro? You get I what know. I'm saying? Yeah. But people outside looking in, you doing, bro. You doing it. like. It's oh, like, you made it already. Right. And yeah. it's like, nah, bro, this ain't what you think it is. You don't want my life like you think you do. Mm-hmm. Not that it's bad. It's just different challenges that you can't see mentally, emotionally, Facts. spiritually. You know. I wouldn't even view. know how to take, but I feel like the reason you know how to handle the challenges yeah. you have is because you've navigated this road. Yeah. It's like anything else. Like, you know, we can all sprint. You know, I run down the block. Cool. Right. Nigga, can you run for the next eight miles? Yes. Then can you run for more miles after that? Yes. You know, and everybody, it, it's, I won't even say like everybody's not built like that. I feel like that's a cop out. Yeah. Everybody doesn't give themselves the time to learn how yeah. to become built right. like that. And it's not their purpose. Like, there you go. God, too. God put it in my spirit to be who I am, to, mm-hmm. to be the go getter, to be the one I'm willing to go for it. But like I said, of recently, like these last few months, I've never felt like, damn, I ain't got the motivation. I ain't, mm. I'm not with that positive shit. You know what I yeah, mean? Like feel, in the yeah. way I was before. Right. But because it was coming from a false uh, sense of security of protecting myself, mm-hmm. where I didn't want people to feel or see my pain, I didn't want to feel and see it. Right. So I became this person. I'm going to help everybody. It's everybody. just a coping you know? mechanism. Yeah, it's a coping mechanism. That's how mm-hmm. I survive. And then I realized, like, my soul, forget the world, life. People say, we're triggered it. My soul won't even let me be that person no more. Like, it's on a soul level. Like, my, yeah. I'm spiritually inclined where I know, like, something ain't right. Mm-hmm. I got to get with the program. So now it's just more of coming more, like, transparent and authentic way. Not that I wasn't before. I just, I was playing a role to fit the audience I thought I was serving. Yeah. I always tell people, I know the Will Smith effect. I see that. I played that role. Yeah. That slap was that years was years of, of playing, and probably that role. now still yeah. not not really being himself on camera. Yeah, he's playing a character, he's playing a role, which I get. And shit, he's probably tired of being liked. You're a person, bro. You got to be human. Yeah, no one's judging you, but I feel like when we can just be more vulnerable and say, "Look, man, I'm not what you think I am." Right. Yeah, I'm positive, but I might hurt somebody. <laughs> 
Because right. that's your shadow self. Well, then also people come to you with a different level of respect, too. For sure. And people, there's certain jokes people don't make when they know that you have that. Yeah. You. There's certain things that people don't do. There's certain ways people don't approach you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. It's like, that's one of the problems I know I have. Like, a lot of times, if people don't know me, I've been told, like, I can walk into a room and people will get this kind of, like, they'll get a certain kind of vibe. Yeah. Or they'll get, like, a... Um, but the vibe they'll get really is just me just being, like, I guess, self-confident or just, you yeah. know, like... You know, like trying to, trying to light up a room when I come in just for the simple fact of, hey, I'm going to be in good spirit. So anything that comes back at me ain't going to be some bullshit. But right. that can stop very quickly yeah. if you want to be that person who right. wants to throw some, then yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, so then yeah. cool. I'll leave you alone. Mm -hmm. You have a nice day. Yeah. On to the next person. Right. You know, but everybody doesn't, everybody doesn't have that ability to, you know. To, to cold switch. Yeah, to cold switch and to turn it on or off. I'm going to give you something even deeper. Like my cousin said, listen, he said anybody and everybody can play dumb, but any and everybody can't play smart. He said you can do both. That's mm -hmm. a gift. Facts. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I done been around wealthy. I done been around poor. I done been around rich. I done been around broke. So I get it. Like I can look at someone and see what's happening without judging them because I'm not trying to. I'm just holding space because, and so then it's, for me, it's more like, I know the more I bring my full self to the surface, the more people I can help and heal, and the mm -hmm. more I'm going to thrive in life. And you'll be navigated to the people you're supposed to help. And the Your people tribe will find you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I put a video out, uh, I think, last week or the week before, and um, it goes, you know, there's people that know you, but they don't understand you. Mm -hmm. And then there's people that think they know you who don't understand you. But the people who don't know you will understand you and those people are your tribe because they don't need to know you <laughs> to understand you. Right. So we know a lot of people that we don't understand or a lot of people know us and they think they understand us. Yeah, but we, we know. Right. Yeah. You know, and even it could be your partner. It can be your mom, your dad, your spouse. Because another thing is we might not even know who we are or understand who we are. So it goes so many ways, but I think for some time I wanted everybody to understand and like and it's because of what I didn't get and now I'm just like it's well you know coming from being in this industry as long as I have yeah. I like I know exactly what you're talking about yeah. like I've had definitely like one of the depths of my former self is the wire oh you know, really before the wire uh -oh. if, if you know if Talk like about you see anything I was that was the kid on Jay Leno singing the songs everything oh. was damn near Disney Right. You know what I mean? Like, it was a very polished, very... Then prior to The Wire, I went down to Atlanta when I was signing Jermaine Dupri and stuff, and I was yeah. living down there with, like, him and Janet for, like, two years. Oh, wow. But I was only, uh, like, you know, I was away from my parents. I was down there. Like, basically, it was boot camp for, like, learning how to be an artist, be cool. Right. You know what I mean? Be around things yeah, yeah, that yeah. adapt. And, yeah, I was, like, bad and shit and got sent back home. But the kid who got sent back home had just for the last two years been like really like I'm from Chicago. So that's yeah. one thing, but I'm from Chicago and my parents had me on TV. They made sure I was always busy. I was in music lessons. I was a piano. Lessons. Oh, I was, wow. So I was never outside in okay. Chicago. You know what I mean? So by the time I was seven, eight, I was doing things in the city and people knew because that was my, that was my parents goal of doing that. Yeah. So I'm not just like you said, you know, good yeah, yeah. kids stay in school, all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, the kid who got sent back though, had been around, you know, niggas for the last two years yeah, yeah, weed yeah. smoking having a, you know yeah. what i mean like seeing i wasn't weed smoking but like just being around a world that my parents 
no never chance condone, I was ever, yeah. never. Um, but that's the kid who walked into the audition. My parents never let me have braids. Wow. It wasn't allowed. I had an afro the whole time. Wow. The kid who came back from Atlanta had braids. Right. And it's literally that. Interesting. It's, you, know, you know what I mean? And that was the, since then, I was viewed differently as even as an actor from the things I had done prior. Because yeah. had I not had that piece, the way people would always view me, it was like, oh, the, you know, I would have had to keep running that gambit. The, yeah. like, you know, the kid who's singing on the shows and doing the like, real, yeah. slap, not slapstick, but really, um, really safe, really family. Really, really safe. Yeah, really, really safe. safe. And that's what I played is safe because I can play both sides. No, I, I understand. I had it. a brand um, agent say, like, to be honest, we can put you anywhere and you're gonna do well. Mm-hmm. You're the crossover guy. Exactly. We can put you in the urban world and we can put you in a white world. Exactly. And so you don't think about it like that because you're like, oh, I mean, that's where I'm at. Like, you know. But I realized that too when I came out here. I came out here in '09, and that was like, I flipped back to the. Let's try to fit in every space world yeah, because yeah, yeah, that yeah. was especially in the era that we came here, and the, that was the game that was being yeah, played. Yeah, you know what I mean. If you wanted to be on TV, if you wanted to get a national campaign, if you wanted to like, yeah. no niggas don't have long hair. That's not right, what we're doing right, in right, 09 right. to what you want to say 2013, 14, and even now. Let's be real. On everybody got the same little off, the, uh, little yeah, off the top. And I just cut my sides. hair like a year and a half ago. I had dreadlocks. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. It's just it's funny. You don't. It's it's. Uh, it's more, uh, it's more doable now, or it's a terrible way of saying it, but uh, it's, it's more accepted. It's more accepted now, yeah, because people are relating because you know black is in, black is making it's popular people more money, mm-hmm. so they're like, oh, cool, go ahead, wear it, yeah, let's keep making the money though, for us. <laughs> you the, get what I the mean. The second it stops, <laughs> right? Then we might need y'all to shave again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's, it's it's been a journey of just revelation and clarity and spiritual understanding and growth as a man and being more vulnerable with myself and just you knowing like it's okay. Like it's okay to be not as happy today. Yeah. It's okay not to be ultra positive. Mm-hmm. It's okay if you're angry. Like I was just talking to my mom, and she's like, "Yeah, but you, you ain't gotta." I'm like, "No, but I did. My, my feelings are valid." Meaning, you know, because I'm the guy I always take the high road, bro. I've mm-hmm. always like, yeah. I'm always the one sacrificing for everybody. I've done it my entire life. And I said, yeah. "But that's the problem. What if mm-hmm. I don't do that? Then people will have to deal with whatever comes with the other side. Not that mm-hmm. it's negative. It's just a part of life. Right. The sun is not out all day." I got to be sunny all day for everybody because no, 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 no. A little darkness will help. Well, everybody we, and once again, everybody who's been respected throughout history and throughout time, there's been some darkness and there's been some light. Yeah. You know what I mean? And anybody who is all light all the time, they're a politician. Yeah. So. Right. (laughs) In that case, you know, unless you want to be a politician. Professional liars. Yeah. Exactly. So if that's the case, then you should be able to have that, um, that capacity to code switch and to change yeah, and you yeah. know um because yeah man i i don't i know also growing up with um it sounds like you have what did your parents do so my mom my mom was a single mom okay like i really come from okay. not that but the circumstances of it mm-hmm. i don't know we wasn't poor the circumstances around where yeah. my dad was in the streets bro gotcha so okay. english drugs like i was raised by kingpins so oh, okay. yeah, I come from that cloth of of always was around money, rather clean or dirty money, right? But we was For the right it. reason. And so I took a different approach because I saw the consequences of what they did. I said, I'm right. gonna become that in a different way, even if it takes me longer. Mm-hmm. You know, because I don't wanna end up 
you know, how those things turned out for yeah. most of the men in my family. Yeah. And my mom just always been a strong, independent, guard-fearing woman who never needed anyone or never needed anybody. Mm-hmm. So right. I took on that. But yeah. then I never got the love from her when I was growing up like I wanted it. So I felt like she didn't love me. So I then I took on this attitude of, I'm not going to let nobody love me. I'm going to love everybody. You get what I'm saying? I so saying. I became what I wanted for everybody. So I'm not allowing you to understand how I'm feeling. I'm good. I'm positive. Right? And I realized, like, it was good. It ran its course, but it's not You're the real. most positive friend I got, but I right. knew nothing about you. Right. <laughs> yeah. I was that friend. I see what you're saying. And every yeah. time you needed something or you needed advice, you called me because I had the right perspective for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And you trusted it, and I would give it. And I was driven. Like, I was reading books. I was, yeah. I was always putting in work. To be better than what I was, you know, mm-hmm. but I just never really felt my real emotions because I was afraid of them. Because in that mm-hmm. environment of Baltimore, you're self-destruct. No, so 100%. I had a therapist tell me positivity was my coping mechanism and to protect me from danger. So I overly used it to protect myself. But she's like, it's okay now. You don't have to do that. You're not there anymore. I still kind of move, you yeah. know, brimlessly through, not feeling like, ah, no, because of fear. They're not gonna love me. They're not gonna accept me. What if that? What if the worst can happen? And you, you know, know what's the funniest part too, because we all have those feelings, especially yeah. when you're in like the uh, public light in a certain yeah. capacity. But it's so funny because you think of all these things. It's one of my uh, favorite quotes from Flight Club: "We we buy things for people that we don't like." Yes, like you know what I mean. We buy things to impress the people we don't even like, and it's the same idea. It's how in the world are we trying so hard to not piss anybody off or yeah. to, you know, I, I want everybody like me. I, I don't want, why, why do they have a problem? When most of the time, none of these people have put a dollar in our pocket. Right. They, they're not there for us when we need them. Yes. And they only comment when there's something negative or something extremely positive. Yeah. Like, you you know the difference when you post something because you're doing something that's kind of a big deal and then you see everybody show out. Yeah. It's almost like niggas coming to the uh, the party for it. They, they all showing out in the comments with the fire, man, man, right, good right. work. Da-da. But then when you're trying to build something and you post something, you know, you'd be lucky if you get a like. Yeah, or it's like, yo, I got books out. Like, yo, get a book. You my man. Right. Still ain't got a book. But I got a few people in different part of the world that barely know me. They done bought my book. I known you for 10 years. Mm-hmm. So you really get to see who is who and what is what, and it just opened your mind and eyes. Like, what are we really doing life for? What is it really about? I ask my clients that. I had a client, multimillionaire, is very successful, seventy years old, and it's been around the world. And I'm like, what is life about? You'd have been everywhere. You'd have been around billionaires. You'd have traveled. You'd have been on all types of planes. Like, what is life about? Mm-hmm. It can't just be about just working and paying bills, and that's it. No. Because for me, it's like maybe for some people. Let me not say that. When you, but get, it's not you. Cre- you create that. You create that, right? Yeah, it's like a rut. It's a rut, and it's like when you get the thing, i.e., the job, the relationship, the partnership, the acting gig, mm-hmm. the opportunity, and then it's like it's great. But then when it's not there anymore, it's over. It's like what was that all for? Experiences, of course, mm-hmm. wisdom to grow in it and learn from it. But I was like, why was I so attached? And I always ask this question. How do you know what you want if you never had it? Right? Think about it. That is very true. You know, people want to be married, but you've never been married. You want kids, you never had kids. You want a lot of money and success, but you never had it. So who teaches us that? Uh, capitalism. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's part of it. 
And I think just, uh, for lack of a better term, keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I see what you mean when you think about it. It's And that that tack, that um, that saying, the grass is always greener. Yeah. I think that's a big part of it, too. It's like, I don't, <sighs> anything's got to be better than this shit, right? I think yeah, that's the thought for process. Sure. It's, if you're not extremely fulfilled or extremely happy, which also I think you have to be subjective yeah. and understand that no one's ever completely happy no. and no one's ever. So, yes, if you're happier than you are sad and if the things you're sad about aren't things you can control that's one thing but if the things you can control that puts that in another bracket so yeah yeah that's a good because question. The, here's yeah. the thing that happens is that you know people get married and then they're like man i'm never getting married again or people have kids and it's like i ain't having no more kids right but before that even me oh i can't wait the whatever yeah the anticipation what did they say it's the journey. The anticipation is better than the actual event. Like getting yeah. ready for the event, getting ready for the date, getting ready to go on TV. Think how many times you have fun with your friends about to go to a party. Yeah, pre-gaming. And, and y'all have more fun pre-gaming than the actual event. Right. Yeah. And so I say that to say is that go after your dreams, things you haven't experienced, get it. Mm-hmm. Have it, want it. But when you get it, it might be what you think it was or wasn't, but enjoy it. But I feel like there's levels to life. There's level to our souls and there's levels to our evolution or where we want to go. It's all about who you are, what you are, and what you're here to do. Because some people's like, I'm good, bro. Give me a pound. Give me some good food. Give Fast. me a boat on a yacht. You know what I mean? On a, on, a, on a water or something. I'm cool, bro. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. I I think it's also what... I think it's going back to what I said earlier, too. It's it, have you... Have you built up the stamina to even do something that long? I think that's yeah. one thing. And then two, what are your reasons for wanting it? Like, yeah. I can tell you, yes, I, I've i seen, fortunately, I've seen a lot of things which have allowed me to know, oh, I want this, I want that. Damn, people be doing this, I want that. I've seen some things I'm like, this is a little too much. I want that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But even though I've seen all those things over a course of time, I think it comes down to, who you are yeah like and who you want to be like i want to live in a mansion and you know and possibly have a family and have all the things i've ever dreamed of but it's not i don't that's not what i'm looking forward to i'm looking forward to like sitting in my fucking backyard looking at my koi pond and going holy shit like this i did all this yeah dope like this is a whole this is nothing than a bunch of small accomplishments put into that's how I view even with money. It's like I only want to do shit I I enjoy doing. Yeah. And I think that's another issue. People, you know, I I've been fortunate, but sometimes people go so hard at just trying to stack money or just yeah. trying to get money that they don't ever take a sec second to go, wait a minute, what do I love doing? Yeah. Now, how can I get money doing what I love doing? Because yeah. it's a longer road. It's a way longer process. Yeah. But you can't get caught up in the rat race of trying to, you know, oh, man, well, he's driving this, so I got to catch up so I can do that, and I could catch up. Because we all have a different yeah. avenue and a different purpose and a different life that will make us happy. Some niggas want to live in the hills, bro. Yeah. And then some niggas want to have a ton of land in Montana. Right. You know right, what right, I mean? Right, right, and some right. niggas want the condo right on fucking Collins. Yeah. Like, and then some people want to live in fucking, you know, Antarctica, whatever the fuck. It's just there's so many different lives that you can live. 
financial stability is necessary in all of them. Yeah, for sure. But you don't have to be unhappy to be financially stable. That's a good one. I never heard that one. You know, um, and, and, and it's very simple. Yeah, it's that. But the way you said it was like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's it just takes a little more digging. It takes yeah. a little more time. It takes a little more um, grit on your end. Yeah, you it know? takes energy. It takes it. Yes, and I think that's what people don't understand about a life of an entertainer, mm-hmm. an athlete, people who probably get paid the most. You gotta have energy. Yeah, you gotta have energy to get on a flight. You have to have energy to record and pre-record for shows. You have to have energy to create music. It's energy. Everything's energy. And I think for me in my life, always had tons of energy. Right. Athlete, play ball, right? Trainer. Keeps up. Workout. Um, but what I discovered is there was things in life I didn't have before and I wanted them. But my reason for wanting them is because I wanted to experience them and see the and see the impact it had on me. Right. So whether it was a brand deal, a TV show, a car, a woman, whatever, I needed to experience that to know for me, ah, nah, that's not it. I see what you're saying. You get what I'm saying? No, no, I know exactly and what you're And so mean. now I can say, oh, yeah, I did that. That was cool, but that don't really move my boat. That don't really fulfill me. It, this right here, mm-hmm. genuine, real conversation, you can't buy this. 100%. This is the wire, too. <laughs> <laughs> you get bro, what I'm saying? No, bro, I, I feel you yeah. because I, same thing. There's so many things I've done when I first moved out here, places I live, people I moved around with, things. And- Literally, you, I had to see all of that yeah. to then go, oh, man, this is great. So when I have the next thing that does X, Y, and Z and I'm moving around, oh, I know what people I want to move around with and I know who I don't. Yeah, Like, it's that simple. But if I never had it, yeah. I'd be chasing something. And it's, you know, like I said, it can be that gift and the curse. It can take you down if you're not careful. Yeah. But... And that's why I try to tell people it's like the hardest thing to tell a person is not to do something you've done that you know ain't as fulfilling when they haven't done it. Yeah. Because they don't have the experience to say, well, easy for you to say. It's like I want to like, oh, money's not everything. Like, of course <laughs> yeah, she I, would say that. You got yeah. a lot of money, right? Or you're well off. So I always say when you get to know yourself, you get to grow yourself. Mm-hmm. And then when you can grow, you'll understand what you need versus what you don't need and what you really want. And everybody upbringing is different. Like, I always tell people that I know with parents growing up with mom and dad, it makes a big difference. And then they're like, yeah, but it wasn't all this and that. It's like, I'm not saying it wasn't. Oh, it was. Right. I'm just saying just having two people in a household does something for a kid's or individual psyche and mind. And you know, it's funny when we, when, you were, when we were talking about your upbringing, I was saying, even I think when you were saying, you were like, yeah, you weren't always given the same kind of love because, you know, your mom was right focused, making sure everything was straight, everything right. was good. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, yeah, and also the fact that she's raising you kind of on her own, that yeah. also creates that, like, I can't baby him too much. And that's what that's what she told me. Mm-hmm. She said, I never wanted to baby that's you because what... a lot of the men in the family, to this day, yeah. older, mm-hmm. of still living with their mom. Yeah. And she said, I didn't want that for you. I didn't exactly. want you to depend on me or a woman to take care of you. Take so care of you. Yeah. I, I intentionally did that so you could be stronger. And I told her, like, I even remember on watching Tony Robbins, I'm Not Your Guru, mm-hmm. and it's a segment in that documentary on Netflix, and it's a young girl that stands up. She said, I hate my dad. He's like, oh, you hate your dad? Okay, cool. What I want you to do, take out your phone and call your dad and tell him all the things you hate about him 
but then tell him about all those things you hate about him, him not being there with that made you that you, that you are happy about. So, bro, I started breaking down. I was crying. Damn, that's I'm like, crazy. whoa. I called my mom. Mom, I'm mad that you didn't. Bop, bop, boom, boom, boom. But guess what? You the real MVP because you made me strong. You made me independent. You made me which had will and toughness. I love you. And then at that time, she had revealed to me that I had a twin at birth that didn't make it. Oh, shit. I was 25 at this time. And mind you, I was premature as well. Oh, okay. So I'm like, damn. Look what a real vulnerable conversation lead to. Right. I was vulnerable with my mom. Mm-hmm. I was crying. She didn't know. But she, I got more information about how she raised me, what she went through. The doctor told her I wasn't going to make it. You know, when I was a baby, because my sister's a day, we're a day and a year apart. Okay. My sister had a one-year birthday. I was in a hospital with tubes in my face. So it's like, as a kid, that's why I want everyone listening. Like, you might be mad at your mom or your dad right now and all for what they didn't do, and I get it. Everybody relationship is different. But when you sit down with your parents, really get the truth. Get the information on what they went through. Because I had misinformation, so I internalized what I didn't get because I wasn't aware or didn't know right. that, oh, you didn't love me, you didn't do. No, you did more than enough for me. You actually did a great job raising me. I just didn't feel like you cared because of what I was expecting from my mother. But I don't know what it's like to be a parent. Who am I to say that, you're, right? You're, you're writing a novel in your head that isn't yeah. necessarily... But this is how you feel right. things are supposed to be right. at 10, <laughs> which yeah. hasn't seen... Yeah, I know exactly and what And then you the mean. older I got, I'm like, wow, what did you go through? And I'm like, mom, you went through that? Yeah. What? How did you... Yeah. I apologize. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. No, it's, you know, it's, because it's like we put all this pressure on them being a certain way for our ego or our internal benefit, and we don't even know their circumstances or their impact. First off, you'll never, I'm, very few people will ever know their parents' real true story, especially yeah. before phone. Like, we'll never really know. Yeah. Because I, you know, I got old school parents, bro. My Both of my parents are 67. Oh, okay. So, like, old school parents, you know. Um, so, that's one thing I've realized. I'm like, okay, I may never know the full, full story. Yeah. But, even the pieces I know, it's like the older I get, I'm like, damn, you know, we don't look at it when we're kids. You know, when I was born, my parents were 35. Wow. You know, when I, as a kid though, it's like, you grown as hell. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah, understand yeah. why you just, you know, whether it's quick to anger or why you always got to yeah. yell or why you got to do this or because now that I'm 31 years old, I'm looking at shit like, oh, so I'm four years away from the man that he had to be. Yeah. I know how I think about shit. Right, I know right, how I right. move around now. Right, right, I know I'm right. like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. It's a learning process, a learning man. Process. My mom was 21 when she had it, me. And, and when I was young, I thought 21 was old. That's she's my a baby. Point. She's, she's learning. Right. She's learning right with you, and she's just right. trying to do her best. But it's you can't know until you're old enough. And you know, now that you've been 21, right. you go, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I I'd have been fucking shit. this all up. I didn't know nothing. <laughs> I was in college, thought I was the man. <laughs> Drinking jungle juice. Like, let's just kill it. <laughs> That's what I, and, and even think about that. Like, it's it's so funny when you say shit like that because you think about, like, what was ripped away even from, like, them. Yeah. Like, when you, when you have, you know, whether it's uh, a child or any responsibility that young, whether it's even... Raising yourself if your parents ain't around. Yeah. Which usually, that's the part that leads to having kids young. And it's mm-hmm. like, man, a lot of things get, you know, that teenagers, you know, or kids, even think of kids going to prom who are pregnant. Like, yeah. it takes a lot of shit away that a lot of kids take for granted. For sure. You know, and in the long run, that, you know, but it makes them stronger. 
It makes them more aware of like what they need to do. When they make mistakes, it hurts twice as bad. So they really don't make them again if they're yeah. on the right path. You know, it's it's, man, it's tough. There's a lot of yeah, and it's it's just like I always say, life be life, and but you don't really know until you know. Mm-hmm. And I think as a man, I had to tell a friend um, a few days ago because it was on my spirit. I'm like, I said, look, bro, we 35. I said, you have a lot of talent. You always been in the city. You do your thing. You make your money. You got your girl. I said, but you got raw talent. And I said, listen, just here, one or two things, two things. Go after something that you love and care about that you could potentially fail just to say you did it because it's your passion and your dream or have some kids. Because I feel like when we're so in control of Mm -hmm. our journey, which is great, I get it. But when you have something... Like, and you got to give, man, mm-hmm. listen to me, people, man, go for it. Trust me. Cause you listen, man, seeing my parents in their older age and seeing just people as they get older, got to go for it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm like, I went for it and I'm still going for it. It's just on a, it's a different process now, mm-hmm. but you made a pivot. I made a pivot. But and... it's never, never bad. That's just, right. you're taking all the things you learned from up to this pivot and then you're using them somewhere else which means you're going to be that much better this yeah. time around than you were the first time absolutely around. and i'm telling you know i was telling them i'm like take it or leave it take it with a grain of salt but and i said look we got time but do something go for it mm-hmm. you take a risk on yourself just to see what you who you are what you are now i like, look this is my opinion you my boy, I love you. You didn't help me, you know, you didn't style me for events and have me looking fly and telling right. me, like, wow, just, you wear these, you can get a car. I said, you didn't gave me game. You didn't got me more money just on giving me, you know, swag from yeah. your style and expertise and everything else you do. So I'm telling you as a friend, bro, go for it. And I don't know what that looks like, but I also think more f- friends need to have those conversations I instead of like, agree. don't talk to her no more. You know, parents be tripping, like, no, nah, man, let's pull the best out of each other. But they, I think what you're saying is coming from a place of such emotional intelligence. Because yeah. I'm going to say, I agree. I, yeah, yeah. I I say this to a lot of people sometimes. I'm, even when I'm having discourse with certain people, it's like, yeah. well, why can't, like, hey, man, I'm just trying to, like, these are the things I see or I feel you can. But everyone, if you're not emotionally in tune with yourself yeah, enough to, Respect. like, you know what I mean, to... Friends can't have those conversations because they're not open with one another. Yeah. In general, in we general. play the game, we smoke these blunts, we drink a little bit, we talk mm-hmm. some shit. We ain't going past that. Yeah. Because sometimes niggas also just don't want to know. Right, 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 Fuck, I'm going to find out. Yeah. So it's uh, um, it's unfortunate, but I, I know what you mean. Yeah. We, if we did have more of these conversations, yeah. it would put... Like, why the fuck does... Why the but fuck we does had a real conversation. have to... Yeah. motivate you why can't it be your friend who yeah. hits the gym ever? like why does it why must it be someone so out of our realm yeah. who motivates we here because we had a real conversation in the store mm-hmm. I knew you prior to that we, we never really spoke I mean we talked but we you know we ain't never yeah we never got but that it. triggered this to happen mm-hmm. and that's what I think we're real vulnerability and conversation not only for each other but the world Facts. someone's gonna listen to this and be like damn like I ain't know that at all. You're right. I never thought about that. It's a different perspective. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like it's our duty because we've been in it and we evolved in our own way that discernment, you know, information, we should pass it down to whoever or just put it out. Like, yeah. I don't know this like to be in front of Michael Jordan and doing a Nike basketball commercial Gatorade. I don't know what that feel like. I don't know it's like to be on 
I don't know with uh, Jay Leno. I don't know that. I don't know what that feels like. I don't yeah. know what it's like to be on set to while you're for however seasons. I feel you. You know what I mean? And so yeah. that's respect. Like, and then I'm telling you now, I want to give you your flowers, bro. I'm proud of you. And I didn't even grow up with you or know you, but you did it. Thank you, man. Like, and you deserve that because I feel like how much more does my boy got a compliment for you to just say, bro, you did it. I'm proud of you. Thank you. And you got to go get a, get a star on Hollywood to get that you recognition. Know, you, know, you know it's funny? That's literally how I be feeling. Though. And you know, because yeah. you know the feeling. It's yeah. like, nah, bro, until I got like, until that whole wall is just yeah. plaques. Yeah. And until there's like lined in my house with move up. Yeah, no one, yeah. no one says these But you've been doing this since a kid, bro. Since a baby, yeah, bro. Man. Come but, on, but, man. You know, but guess what? But what have you Reps done? For, what have you done for us lately? But yeah. it's all good because- like I always say, when it's time for me to do them reps and do them sets, yeah. oh man, I'm going to be so much But you're doing it now else, and it's just know? like, I just feel like people get so caught up in what's pushed out now. Mm. We still got forever later if we yeah. choose to, depending on our health and how we think. But I just think as, at least for brothers, like we got to start giving us each other our just do, not even on no ego no, Shit. I feel you. Man. You know what I'm saying? Just on, bro, I see you. No, Keep going. And brother, back at you, man. You feel what no, I'm saying? Real, because man. sometimes it does get hard and you feel like everybody look up to you. Like, man, you got it, though. Like, just because I make it look easy doesn't mean it's not heavy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. I just you, don't complain about it. Right. It's just, but yeah. we're human. You know, we might be superheroes to some people, but I just feel like as men, we got to stand on not only what we know, but we got to stand ahead of these conversations because I feel like the world is becoming spiritual as well. Right. And I feel like a lot of men, even people in powerful positions, it don't mean anything no more. It's like, oh yeah, we got billionaires and the gazillionaires, but the culture is not changing. Right. We're still, it's still a paradigm of the same pattern. And I feel like as men, we're not becoming vulnerable in a way where we tap into our spiritual power. And I'm not even talking religion. I'm just talking about like, just energies. Yeah, yeah energies being tapped into that entity and knowing, like, you know what? Like, you know, a lot of people don't like Kanye West and they they have, with the, you know, I get it. But I've seen where he's trying to make a difference. Yes. You know what I mean? He, he causes chaos in different ways, but at least he's trying. I think others are as, as well. We just don't see it. Mm-hmm. We don't have no leaders up today like we did back in the no, day. We no, don't no. have no our leader, Martin, our Malcolms. Our leaders are, are rappers. Right. And, and hoopers. That's what I'm saying. And it's... And, it's and don't get me wrong, respect to you know the ones who like like LeBron's doing a damn good job yeah. of it. Like a guy like that, sure. like he's, Kobe did a damn good job. Yeah. Of it. You know, we we do have those people who are taking, you know, Jay Z's doing a great yeah. job of it. They are taking it upon themselves. But even the fact that, like you said, it's if I feel like people get confused in the fact of like, yeah, Jay Z, you know, yes, he's a rapper so, and he's also in a form, you know, an yeah. African American leader. But then you want to bundle every rapper in with that, or you want to bundle every yeah. hooper in with that, and then we see what they also sell to us about our own people. Yeah. So then, when you put these things together, I, this is one thing I always say. Now they've done made you know Magic Johnson posters. They done made Kobe Bryant posters. They done made Shaquille O'Neal posters. And now they're making LeBron James posters. But the Bus family done own the shit the whole time. Yeah. Why the fuck? We ain't got a poster of them because that's who I want to aim my kid to be. Right. And we don't know about them. We don't know. We don't know. I can't. Who owned the Bulls when Michael Jordan went there? Do you know his name? I forgot his name. Yeah, but Jerry Krause, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jerry Krause, he was, but I don't think he owned the Bulls. He was just a. Yeah, 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 I remember. But that's my point. And we, 
come on, bro. Like yeah. it, it's I'm saying that to say, and I know you know your your ball. Right. This isn't the information that's just yeah. plastered everywhere for all of us. No, 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 no. But you you want to go be Allen Iverson. Yeah. Who owned the Sixers? Nah. Yeah. Go be AI. Right. And right. buy his shoes. And it's like respect. I'm glad that that works out for young AIs in the world. I'm glad young yeah. brothers can make this money and do. But we do have to look at it if every you know hooper in the NBA starts getting two hundred million dollar contracts. At this point, why aren't we trying to make our own little something within the like shit? At least Ice Cube did the big three. He's yeah. trying now. Right. NBA is making sure that that shit only gets but so far. Right, but he's trying. You know, it's we have the talent. So what's going on? Yeah, and it's like, what is it really about? What what are we selling here? Right. Really? What are we really trying to do? How much more bags you're gonna keep getting? <laughs> How much more success? Like real success is the people you bless, mm -hmm. you know, and like what you leave behind. And listen, this is my ideology and my opinion and how I see it. Everyone don't feel like that's their purpose. Like, right. credit, y'all been through enough, especially as celebrities, if you're famous and got money. But I'm just, I look at it from a worldview, right? Mm -hmm. We need more men, right, to step up and say, listen, this is what it is. Not what's lit, what's fly, <laughs> what's this. What's your prayer like, homie? Yeah. What's your routine like when you go through the worst? Like, what that look like? Unpack that. Or how do you love your woman? Like, you know, we ain't got to be inferior to be vulnerable and in love with our woman. Not that we are now, but I'm just saying, like, no, it's okay to be yeah. soft, bro. Like, you're not... The more you like that, the more strong you are. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Imagine when you were a kid, I can't say to you, just anyone out there listening, if you had your parents growing up and your mom, your dad, and they really loved you, yeah, it was easy to be confident. No facts. You get what I'm saying? I was able to do any of this shit. That's what I'm saying. So when you have someone constantly loving you and you're receiving it with no resistance, it's easy to be confident. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have that innately or naturally, you got to find your confidence. Right. So I found my confidence in helping people. And that was when my ego was lit. And I did really good at it. Yeah, I feel you. Until I couldn't do it no more. And I had to ask myself, if you can't help nobody or you're not making nobody happy, who are you? What's your value? Yeah. Wow, right? Mm -hmm. So it makes you think, and it's all good because it all comes from a different place. But as men, it's okay to get that. And most men know that. That's why they say when they get their wife, their life change. Yeah. But you, but you know what it is? It's it's like, as you know, it's a product of environment. Yeah. It's a product of um, if I've never been loved properly, how do I how do I show this to someone else? Yeah. You know, I don't even know how to teach yeah. you this if I haven't been taught it. You yeah. know, um, it, and it's a shame because once again, going back to what are they selling us about ourselves? Yeah. And then when they're selling certain things, like I, let's be real, everything you're saying right now, no one's ever sold that as cool. Right. No one says read, read a book or open up a book no or education. Yeah, no. No one says like, hey, looking at the gray areas in between the black and white, that yeah. that's cool. No one ever said that. Yeah. They say, choose a side. They say, this this is how, hey, well, this is what's cool. What In any neighborhood, certain things are cool. And as we know, black culture is pretty much cool everywhere. Yeah. So these are the things that you should be doing. This is what's cool, which then makes the woman that you like think, well, this is what I'm looking at because this is being pushed to me as what's cool. So right. then if you don't fit this, then nigga, cool. you lame. Right. And, and it's a real trickle-down theory of, you know, changing the course of how, as for, especially as minorities and yeah. people, how we're supposed to. Like, 
I always make a joke. I'm like, imagine if in the 1950s or 60s, you could go to like a record studio and be like, check this out. In like 60 years, this is what's going to be popping. Yeah. And then you put in all this music about black people killing each other. They would look at you like, you got to be fucking kidding me. First off, no woman's going to let you call her a bitch this many times. Second off, why are we calling only the black girls bitches? Third off, what's the... They would be... They'd be like, there's no way. Get this shit out of here. And then Marvin would go back in there and say, what's going on? Yeah. And yeah. that's, and that's the and thing. And that shit's gone. That's what I mean. It's like, it's gone. It's such a bad double standard when it comes to that. When I say double standard, it's not even man or woman. This is man and man, meaning as a man, you'll rap it, right? Mm-hmm. So you're rapping, you call them a cool. Mm. You ain't going to let nobody call your daughter or your girl or your mother that. Right. But she'll do it. But everybody, everybody wants hoes and the thoughts and the, but nobody wants their mother or their daughter to be a hoe or a thought. So it's like, it's, it's, it's reverse engineering of like, we got, it's a, it's like a mirror. Like we got to look at what we putting out and what mm-hmm. we getting back. And then we get upset when the results are the way they are. We're like, look what we putting out. Look how we talk to each other. Right. Look how we embody and embrace each other. You know, they say black lives matter, but do they to us? And so it's, of course, the system's in place. There's things in place that make us go against each other. Like, I was watching yesterday. I was watching um, Terrence Crawford and um, Earl Spence do their weigh-in in L.A. Oh, okay, yeah. I was watching it on Showtime. And the only thing that came to me was, like, two black men, successful, rich. And I'm like, yo, it, it, it make you remind you, like it's like, it's happening all over again. Like, I don't want to say slavery, but I'm just like, we fighting each other. Oh, yeah. And I get it. But it's like, we're fighting each other. That's like, you and I, we're fighting. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's all good. We're going to make the money. But it's still mm-hmm. subconsciously. I know what you mean. We're competing against each other. Well, yeah. And that's how you keep it. <laughs> that's what they, you know. You know what that's what how, it's like, damn. It. Like, it, it, it's a flipper, but we're going to give you all this money, though. Yeah. I'm going to keep you in this bind. But that's the, it's always a bind if that's why certain, you see certain African Americans who make, unless, unless you have a, other than, and I'll say other than athletics, if you notice, there's, in any field, there's only so many of us who make it all the way through the game. Yeah. All, the, you know, because, not only is it rigged, there's also a lot of shit that, you know, Yeah. there's games you got to play. Are yeah. you willing to play them? If you're not, there's a, <laughs> the line is around the world of yeah. niggas who would love to be where you are. So Absolutely. will you play these games? If you won't, okay, bye. And I didn't even know those things exist until I started seeing things show up on my doorstep with people I knew. I'm like, oh, this is real. It's like, oh, yeah, all day. Mm-hmm. This happens? Yeah. yeah. No way. No, 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 no. Yes way. Mm-hmm. You see that person over there? I, I, I mean, how long have they been on TV? How do you think that happened? I'm sure they talent. It's a lot of talented people now in this town. You sure? A lot of talented people. So I'm like, like, think about it. There's a lot of talented people, attractive people that got it. What make you think certain people get picked? Or how do you certain people, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's interesting. I never thought of it like and that. It's, and you got to think it's layered. It's like people like to say the whole, you know, the whole Hollywood thing. Yeah, don't go out there, sell your soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a layered thing. Yeah, that's Like, layered. it's so layered. Like, first off, selling your soul starts at, fuck, I don't like any of these people. But, you know, whatever. I mean, you know, yeah. he knows blah, 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 and she knows da, da, da. Right. So I'm going to go hang out. That's just, that's basically, that's not a big deal, right? 
Then it goes from that to, oh, okay, well, I'm, I'm blowing off like my other friends or other things or that are important or my family yeah. necessarily to to go chase this thing with these people and try to be around these people who don't, they don't really fuck with me, yeah. but they let me be around. So I'll do, so now you're lowering who you are and your status of who you feel you should be just yeah. to be around famous people. Then you go from that and then, God forbid, if you're you know a young girl, then it turns into... Oh, okay, well, you know, okay, maybe I, it's it's just sex, like it's whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because this will open this door. Not saying it's only girls who are doing this, just right. saying, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and that continues and continues and continues all the way until it's one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, I don't talk about black people getting shot in the media. It's not a good press thing for me. Interesting. These are all levels to selling your soul. Now, <sighs> what path you'll take? Who knows. But these are all levels. It's, you know, it's just like a white lie is still a lie. Yeah, still a You lie. know, now it might not be as bad as lying about murder, but you want to know something? Nigga, you ain't telling the truth. Yeah. So I think that's an important piece that people also have to look at because, you know, people are quick to, you know, oh, everyone's in the Illuminati. And stuff. No, it can be as simple as you just trading yeah. out your morals. Right. You, sure. be- you believing that, hey, how about this? You want to do a role, blah, blah, blah. The director's a Satanist. You believe in God. It's that simple. Right. <laughs> it's that simple. Yeah. Do you want to be the next star of the Avengers movie? Or do you want to do what you believe in? Right. Or do you want to be a person who's like, hey, man, you know, I just I just keep it on. Hey, how you doing? And I hit fist bump and I got... You're still, though. Right, 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 right. Because at the end of the day... At the end of the day, you know where you stand. And yeah. if you believe that what you believe is real, you know that... The big guy wouldn't like it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what's more important to you? Absolutely. And everybody has a different thing. Everybody yeah, has and that's a different the thing. thing. And everyone's know? different. And I always try to tell myself, like, I want to, like, there's two scenarios. So the first scenario is judgment and observation, right? Mm-hmm. Observe. Because, like, you know, you can. it's easy to judge, right? Yeah, very easy. But I like to come from a place of observing what I'm seeing opposed to judging it because I don't know what that person got going on. I don't know what they've been through. Right. My judge, what I think, and my opinion really don't matter. I'm just observing from what I think I see on like, okay, that's interesting. Mm. That makes sense. So it's good to observe, mm-hmm. to know, to be aware, to kind of have discernment about what makes sense for you. Exactly. Do because, I need to be in this environment or do I not? Right. Do I need to engage with this person or do I not? Whatever they got going on, I don't know the root of it, but am I even trying to figure that out? Right. I need to and then everybody has a different paradigm. And like, there's some people that live in the dark, meaning like they they come with their dark energy all the time. Then there's yeah. some people that come with their light, like I've done for so years. I'm all with the positivity, mm. where some people just more like the Mike Tyson, they might roll and real with it. Right. Like, what's up? And that's fine too. So it's, it's all about where you are, where you at, but it's also about just knowing yourself and knowing your morals. And I guess, you know, in life, you got to go through stuff to figure out, like, damn, I had to do that. Or maybe I didn't. Or then you, it's kind of like taking a drug and then you're like, damn, this drug feels good. And then you keep taking it. And then when you stop taking it and you're like, damn, should I took all those drugs over the years? Hmm. Yeah. But it worked. So were you wrong? That's where the question marks come in. I see what you're saying. You get what I'm saying Was now? I wrong? Or, and this just set me to my next path? Right. Or... 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I see what you're saying. And so, yeah, was I right in the set me to my next path, or was I wrong and now nah, I fucked up? Because or is that e- or is that even a right or wrong or good or bad? You know, it's like we know what's righteous, what's not. Like, oh, I would never do that, but some people agree that that's okay. But once again, back to that gray area, and <laughs> I think that's yeah. I I feel like man, our everything from our our everything in our world from our politics to just uh, discourse between human beings yeah. would be better if people accepted or at least discussed more of the gray areas yeah. and things. You know, it's it's on so many issues, on literally every issue because there's like you said there is no wrong in you know other than certain obvious things. There's really no wrong and right in every situation. Not, yeah. There is a shit. If you want to say there's wrong and right in every situation, you can look at anything great that happens for you. You stole it from someone else. Yeah. No, right. that's right. no. Right. You know what I mean? That's not how that works. You know, some things are for for you, some things are for me, some things are for that guy over there. Who knows? Yeah. But I don't think people pay attention to just how complex a lot of things in life are. Yeah. And they're not just as simple as, oh, well, you know, you do this and you blah, 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 and everything works out. Like, it's not, it's not that simple. Yeah. You know, we would like to make things uh, simplified for ourselves because let's also be real. As human beings, we're not the smartest in the world. You know what I mean? Chat PGPT or whatever you (laughs) call it. Like, you know, like it's like 55 IQ. God damn AI. What are you trying to do? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. saying? So it's like a lot of things are very Or attractive people. You know, they got more opportunity than a person who's not as attractive, but they would never say that or think that, or maybe they do, but there's a difference. Height, weight, age, and skin color. And I think these are things too, like like I said, gray areas. gray areas. I get pissed off when I hear somebody who's just like, you know, obviously who's like, oh, well, you know, affirmative action is all bullshit. Like, no, yeah. my friend, it's not. But I can also see the gray areas. And if you didn't want to be a dickhead where you could say, oh, well, hmm, how are these things being broken up? How are these things? It's same with height. I'm just trying yeah. to give a better example. It's same with height yeah, or same yeah. with like dimensions. It's like, like you said, attractive people might not want to say, oh, yeah, well, I know, like, yeah, I get more drinks at the club. I know. I right. get They're not going to say these things, but at the same time, there's a nuanced thing. But I say, if you have that, sir, I should have something else to counteract that somehow. Yeah, because, you know, you know, I had a, a swim instructor years ago, uh, maybe three years ago, and, um, you know, they had this thing. He was white, and it was like mm. white privilege, right? Mm. And I was telling him, I said, there's also something called black privilege, but you know, no one will never say that. You will never hear that. Right. I said, but guess what? Everybody has privilege. We just don't think about the things we're privileged in. So it's easy to point out what we're not getting and say, you're privileged. Exactly. So it's like, no, they're privileged in that area, but you're also privileged in that area. They don't mm-hmm. have that, but you're not thinking about it from those lens because you have it. Yeah. It's easy to point out what you don't have. They'll never say black privilege, but then they'll always go, man, they jump so high. Yeah. So let me create a structural system where I can make money off of that energy or that height or that vertical. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we all have privilege. We just don't look at it we from that lens it. because of what we told us or what the world told us. So shit, even look at black families. Just look yeah. like like that is a special thing in itself. Yeah. Like coming from a black family, like you already know, like the the personalities and the, t- you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's, it's something that is why black church can't be recreated. You oh, know wow, what I mean? Like these are th- like little wow. things that we, these are 
our black privileges. It's it's the shining things we have within a lot, you know, sometimes a lot of darkness. But we have, like, even our friendships, like, this is one thing I've always uh, told my friends. It's like, you know how, like, the first thing we'll say about somebody, like, even if, say you didn't fuck with me, you'd be like, that nigga not real. He's just not, he's just fake, he's not real. And, like, where does that come from? You know, we're (laughs) one of the few, maybe, yeah, we're one of the few cultures that actually, like, gauges people in real. You'll never hear a white person be like, he's not real. Wow. I've never, never. thought of that. That's deep. Yeah, <laughs> because like you know that. what's not real? Business. Right. <laughs> so why the fuck? This is illusion. <laughs> we're living in the matrix. Yeah, That's it's, all it's, made up. Listen, it's a, we're friends. We're, right. you know, ah, fuck you, buddy. Right. We'll play a little golf and then I'll talk shit about you when you leave. Like, it's not yeah. real. Whereas we hold that, which naively so, which hurts us sometimes in yeah. the long run. But it's like we hold being real and being like, I'm a real nigga. I'm, we right. hold that above damn near everything else. Yeah. We'll hold that above being a father at times. Yeah. Or being honest and being vulnerable. <laughs> I'm a real boy, I don't yeah. never do that, bro. You crazy. Like, I'm never stupid that low. And I was like, what's slow? But I'm a real nigga. Right. Right, 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 like, right, you know, right, it's, right. It's, it's something that we got to... It's like I said, it's work to be done, man. And it's. And I feel like the work is spiritual, man. My dad will always say, you cannot solve a physical problem with a physical outcome. A physical problem Mm. needs a spiritual solution. I see what you're saying. You get what I'm saying? Mm. Whether it's prayer, whether it's, you know, meditating. I don't know. It's just, I feel like that's what the world is lacking in spiritual currency within all of us white, black, Asian, Hispanic. And I, I, and I think we aren't exchanging as much because of, and not to blame it on this, but like social media doesn't help that. Yeah, it doesn't. It's, it, because it's made it, at least there was a time. It's a lot where, of vanity. Th- that's exactly the it's word I was about vanity, to say. Because I was going to say, think of it in a time when, there was a time when how we ran into each other at Zara, that was the only way for people to connect. Yeah. So, of course, we would end up having this conversation if we ran into each other, had a conversation. And, okay, man, yeah. let's get get back up together, you know. But in today's time, it's everybody's like, they just want the social currency. They don't really want any yeah. kind of spiritual currency. Or they don't even care to, like, you know, hey, how you doing? Hi. Like you yeah. said, I don't give a fuck about what's going on in your life. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about where where your head's at. I'm just... What can I use you for? Right. Or, all right, yeah, whatever. He's like, I hate it because then it it breeds, you know, a lot of people think they have a lot of friends. But yeah. it's just really a lot of people who are just in a network that they are in. Yeah. Opposed and, to and, any real And the thing is, you really see who, not even who your friends are. Let's take that out of because we don't really know who our <laughs> friends really yeah. are. We know who love us and who really rock with us. Yeah. But what I'm discovering is that you don't know who people really are until something within you changes for the mm. good, for the better. That's i.e. success. You get in a relationship, you make more money, you move. Mm-hmm. And if you've never had that thing for such a long time with these people that you call your friends, not that they're going to look at you funny, but you never know what they're thinking. Yeah. Especially if they don't have the same access they once did. And I realized that twice in my life. Mm. Like, oh. Because, yeah, because they think you've changed. That's the first right. thing they say. But it's also, people never want to see you doing better than them. Yeah. People want to see you doing good, yeah. but just not better than me. Yeah. And that's one of the, and, you know, depending on where you're putting yourself and how much yeah. work you're putting in, yeah. 
people can surprise you pretty quickly, you know. Um, but I don't think everyone knows how to digest that. And once again, emotional intelligence. Emotional I don't think you know how to talk about it. Yeah, and I think that's another thing. So between spiritual currency and EQ is what I realize most people lack. Not because they want to, we're just not programming conditioned to know ourselves. Mm-hmm. So therefore, unconsciously, we fail ourselves. You know, we like even with terminology and black cultures, how we talk to each other mm-hmm. and how we think, you know, with all the cursing and stuff about women and like, and I get it. Like, no one, I'm not perfect, but it's like an unconscious thing. We just do it because it's there and it's normal and it's. And every other race looks at it as pure entertainment. They look yeah. at it like the NBA. Yeah. That's shits, how they shits look and at giggles. it. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's like, I know that my, yeah, if, if you're my seven or 10 year old white kid wants to wear a, do rag and be in the house out in the suburbs. <laughs> yeah. He'll be fine. He'll outgrow this and he'll move on and he'll do something else with his life. And he won't have to worry about it. And he won't have to worry about it. Because it it really, it's, it's not his reality. It's reality. It's just entertainment. It's entertainment. It's really entertaining and it's cool while yeah. he's young. Whereas with us, it's like, damn, no, nah, man, that nigga came from right down the street. Yeah, I really got to put my do rag on when I get on this yeah. flight. I want my hair my haircut to last for a this week and a half, two all weeks. all our reality. Yeah. LeBron don't do that shit just because he want to look cool. That's right. not what's going on. Yeah. You know, um, but we, you know, we don't have that, the differentiation of like knowing um, and, and seeing other things. Just like, you know, like you're talking about, you, everyone just assumes they got to be on, at least you knew about production and stuff when you were in college. Like yeah. most people just, in our world, assume you got to be on TV. Yeah. I got to be the one on TV or I got to be the one, you know, who's making the music or I got to be, or there's no. Or everybody want to be the guy. Yeah. I, that's what I mean. I have to be the guy yeah. or there's no, there's no other way to make a living in this. And it's like, nah, man, there's so many people around, not only around the guy, but that show that the guy is on, there's a lot of people who work there and that network that the guy show is on. There's a lot of people who work there and the, people doing the music for the show the guys there are so many avenues you know um but once again i think it's information i think we need to take a better job of we need to do a better job of taking the tools that are given to us and not just wasting them on fucking you know you know half naked pictures and fucking you know uh drama and gossip shit and we need to actually learn and take a little bit more time to understand like and 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 really realize what are we really after like i was thinking a while ago i was like man who really started um the thing when you put the money to you like who started that where did that come from (laughs) right who started drug dealing like who idea was it almost so dope you know and i think we're gonna make a lot of money though like what was the first person in america who started that and that became a thing well black people got rich off of it whatever whoever started drug dealing i know for a fact it wasn't us Right. We we learned the game from some white guy. And then it was a real smart brother who was like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> My calculations are correct. This job is some bullshit. Things, where do they come from? They come from somewhere. You just don't, you don't just do something because, like, oh, this is me. No, you learned that how you dress, yeah. how you talk, how you, whatever. Like some people have innate gifts where they just have it. But it comes yeah, from but you somewhere. St- you studied somewhere. You, yeah. Your environment. It's, it's definitely studied. Kobe became Jordan because he saw him. That was yes. his blueprint. Yeah. So I always tell people like it's it's hard to tell somebody what not to do when all they what all they can do is what they've been seeing there in most life. Like my blueprint was oh drug dealer. Mm-hmm. There was no athletes in my family. There was no people who were about health and wellness yeah. in my family. And it's not knocking it. It's just I was supposed to be the D boy because it was so obvious. 
like how, why how many of us have lawyers and doctors right. and and uh physici- in our families and god forbid even next door like even think about that and there's a lot of neighborhoods where it's just people of other races they you know something happens in their house there's a doctor who lives two doors down like, yeah it's a whole different bubble like that's what i mean it's just in order to do something different you have to in- and not stay in your routine you have to intentionally go yeah. out of your way to do something different and that's and, what i did man. and how many people are doing that and that's why yeah. nothing but respect for that because it's the hardest thing to do, especially when you don't know how it's going to pan out. And yeah. You don't know anybody else to talk to who did something different. Right. And that's what became a struggle as I got older. It's like, if everyone's coming to me, of course, I go to God. But damn, how do I be vulnerable? <laughs> everyone's vulnerable with me, but I don't know how to be vulnerable with no one. Yeah. How crazy oxymoron. But I just think in general, I do feel like some of us, most of all of us are chosen, but I think... I think certain paths are really chosen for us to go on. And I feel like I've been chosen since the day I was born, you know. Mm-hmm. My mom always say, you know, you would have had a sister. And I feel like she lives within you. That's why your energy is so yeah. amplified at times. And and we have, all have a story. I just, my whole thing is like, I just want to live my dream and my purpose. I feel you. I, I didn't have the fun. When I say fun, the fun that I think I should have as a man and mm-hmm. as a person I want a different type of fun. Like you said, I want to go in the backyard and just, you know, look at my kids run around and uh, yeah, eat man. some good food and meditate and not even be on my phone. Exactly. Or watch TV. You just know why? Because yeah. every, everything and everybody you want is already there. Right. And, and that's what I mean. It's it's that pulling of, oh man, I got to be, I need to make sure I talk to, uh, no. No. When you, you when, bro, when I'm there. Unless, that's, that's deep that you said that because I got a epiphany when you said that. You said like let's let me do this, and you know the best things in life come to you when you're not antsy about them or you're not looking for mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. My biggest opportunities come when I'm not looking for them, when I'm not thinking about them. Mine come when I'm just doing what the fuck I want to do. Yeah, if I know that hey, this is gonna this is gonna push me forward. This is something that I think will better me, and I know that it's coming from a good place. Yeah. As long as I do it. Something will come out of it. I don't know what will come out of it. It might not be as quick as I want it to come. You know what I mean? It might yeah. be just like, that's it. But it always, and this is after what, doing this shit for like 28 years. Yeah. It always, bro, leads to something else. Yeah. They say your dreams make room for you. And when you're not in your dream, you can feel it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying the accolade or the success no. of the dream. I'm just saying in the process of Even the dream. Even the process of doing this. And right. This interview. You yeah. know, it's it, this is something I've wanted to build. It's something that I've seen blueprints of it. And I yeah. said, damn, this is cool. This is And, and I like talking to people. Mm-hmm. Man, who I can talk to my friends. I can talk to people who yeah. actually have done things who also, like you were saying, who you can connect on certain parts of being in this industry or right. doing whatever. And then I was like, and the people who aren't in this industry, even better. I'll learn some shit. But at the end of the day, I know I'm, A, I'm creating content. I'm doing something I thoroughly enjoy. Right. I don't know anything I'd rather have been doing for this last hour. Yeah. But, you know, it's... Right. It, and you... I feel like with each person I talk to, I understand more about them. And yeah. I learn a little bit more about myself. And you can connect the dots. Mm-hmm. You get it now. And it's not like, oh, you know how I really thought you were. But you were somewhat. But now, I get you. Mm-hmm. You make sense. Yeah. Respect. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's so funny because that's literally how my brain works. Too. Right. It makes sense now. Because Respect. it's like when you put the pieces together, you're like, because anybody that's talented or, or in a space or in a room of whatever, they ain't just get there by luck. Like it's something about yeah, them yeah, yeah, that yeah. 
like, oh, little pumping, little Uzi, those guys are weird. Like, yeah, yeah but, but there's, there's something, something about, about them, them yeah, yeah. that makes them that. They're not just there by accident. They, and sometimes, like, I, I always say the people who are incredible at social media are usually, like, you remember in school, there's always that, like, Aggie kid who's yeah. just all over the place, but he just had no vessel to, for where to put it because we yeah. didn't have cell phones like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that kid is like Killing Mr. It. Beast. <laughs> you yeah, know what Mr. I mean? Mr. Beast, right, because right. Because there's... There's outlets for it. You know, there is a place to, you know, there was kids making up sketches in their living room doing blah, blah, blah when they were like 16. But there's it was the 80s. Yeah. No one gave a fuck. Don't color outside the lines. That's wrong. No, this is art. Basquiat. (laughs) Picasso. But, you know, it it takes, it takes a, it takes a, not a special person to do it, but a special person to believe that they can do it yeah, and then to it. see it through and then to stand on what the fuck they did and the thing is about believing it's like you never really see it you just know it like everything mm-hmm. i ever did i never really had to see it i was just like yo this is what i'm doing right i never like i'm uh, i don't know i mean stuff i kind of question of course but stuff when i just like when i think about it coming to la there was no i didn't need no belief to see that i was going there i oh, know yeah. my forgot i'm coming mm-hmm. I, I've been here 13 years. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was... I'm coming and I'm staying. And it wasn't no right. And I'm staying. <laughs> I'm it staying, wasn't no man. risk. It was a decision. Yes. So it's, it's but interesting. it's how you framed it in your head, too. That's what I'm saying. A lot of people c- come out here and they're like, in the back of their mind, and sometimes not even that far back, they're like, well, you know, let's come back. I'll be... I know I'll be home at least three, four times for holidays. That, and it's like, oh, so you just... You're not really... You're thinking about your escape. Yeah, you really world, got world. your... Yeah, you really got your plan B ready ready yeah. like i think everyone should have plan b skills but if you put the plan together you're more likely to fall back on it but you should have plan b skills yeah so that means that if they ever need to be thrown into action oh well, i do this shit too just in case you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah, but yeah. the plan shouldn't be sketched out because you, can't you don't even, even know the plan, plan right you don't even know the plan bro i did not know i would be in la on tv i came here to go to grad school like, come on, bro. Facts. So it's like, we don't, like, basically what I was getting to is that, I don't even think if I unpacked it, like, because you said something. Sorry. No, 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 it was great. This is great, because this is how the universe works. It brings me back to, we're not in control. Right. So, oh, I did talk about it. We think if we do, 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 we'll get, get, get. And it's like, you'll do all that, and you'll miss out on this, because you wasn't present with what your gift was trying to tell mm-hmm. you. Your gift was like, no, just say, stay home and record your podcast and play on the piano. And just chill out. Yeah, but. What's the but? And then you go do the but thing that you think you should do. (laughs) And then you're missing out on this big thing over here. And like, here's the thing. I'm so inquisitive where I'll test it out. I'll get my reptilian brain to go to work. Survival instincts. Oh, Mm. let me go do this. Because it's easy, right? Right. I'm like, my spirit like, you know ain't you going to be doing that. Then I'm like, but. No, sit still. And then boom. Here comes something even bigger over here. Mm. Because I didn't go do that. That was easy. That would make me feel comfortable in whatever space that was. Yeah. We got to trust. And have trust faith, yourself. bro. Yeah. Oh, man. Thank you. Yes, this yes. Is incredible. Eric Bigger, thank you. This is an yes, incredible sir. conversation, thank bro. Thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you for coming through. I appreciate this, it. We got to do it again, man. Uh, man, let me know. And I'm down to come on yours whenever. You got to come on. Let's do it, brother. My guy. Thank you. Man. Love. Peace.